right. what's, what's a Finsta? A fake Instagram? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it says that same thing as a fake book. What if I had a fake Insta and it was like SNM freaky boy? It doesn't even sound like you. That's what I'm saying. That's why you, <laughs> the person would never think it was me. No. Oh my gosh. And what are you posting? So many questions. I just have to post weird pictures, but that would be my fake account. Oh no. Or is a point of a fake account? To right, right, right. To just, yeah, okay. Get your stuff you off. You belong in the circle. You see that on the Netflix? Nah, they didn't watch that. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Take me down. I still don't have feeling in this part of my life. That's nuts. Let me see the scarf. I don't even see no scarf. That looks way too... They didn't cut down here. Look, like this. Down here? Where you see the scar is where it was cut. I only see a scar like right here. This little scar right There's here. There's three scars. It's Where? a huge one down the middle. It looks it looks healed. What do you mean? I mean, I've been putting my cocoa butter on, so. This shit looks abnormally healed. <laughs> I'm like. <clears throat> what do you mean? Abnormal? I have good skin. <laughs> or I heal well, I should say. Get him out of here. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't try and pack me up. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about? You have a poem here to read first, do you not? Um, <laughs> yeah. I do. I have a poem that I am being somewhat forced to read. But don't do that. <laughs> it is me. It's me. It is some of my old work, um, some some poetry, or just, honestly, I think it's really just some freestyle writing, some free form. Yeah, why are you expression. doing this? Stop giving all the extra. Like, I know, right? I'm just like baiting it out. Do you right, think it's right. bad? No, no, no. I'm just also just trying to. I'm trying to place the listeners. I want them to understand that this is. <sighs> This is a version of Key. It's this is old me version, yes. on the journey. Yes. Well, uh, thank you for having me. Having you, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, I guess. I'm having like, me in this conversation. I'm like, thank you for having me. <laughs> you said you had to read. No, no, no. I said I'm being forced to read. See, let's stay on track, people. Let's get it. I'm listening. <laughs> but uh, no, here we go. What's the name of your poem? To be honest, it's untitled. Oh, forgive me. The Wanderer. I actually didn't look. At the top of the page, it's untitled. Sorry, guys. It's really dusting off the... <laughs> the cobwebs. Yes. No, it's awesome, though. This is, this is exciting. This is exciting for me to read. Exciting to go down. So let's nervous. do it. You sound nervous. You sound nervous. No, no. Um, excited. Sarah, let's, let's get go. it. The Wanderer by Kiana St. Louis. Not all who wander are lost. Not all who are in search of the light are in darkness. There's a misconception of what it means to be on a journey, of what it means to be looking for something in our lives. It is rooted to the belief that we've lost something or that a new cycle will make us new. 
But being in search of a new job, a change in your routine, or simply craving something different is the result of creating a challenge in life. I think it's okay to want to spark transformation in an effort to seek growth constantly. We should always be striving for more and battling our levels of comfort. For those who are too comfortable, will never do but instead sit back and watch others. I am not afraid to wander. I'm not afraid to be lost. It will be uncomfortable. It will feel like a trial, but the greatest success stories are rooted in pain. I know I am not alone in this stage of life. I know there are others who are familiar with this feeling of uncertainty, but I challenge you to accept it. We are not at a disadvantage. We are our most powerful selves. We are at our most creative point. Use this as fuel to light a fire in you to bring out a passion you've never endured. Start something, quit something, and even if you have no idea what to do next, keep going anyway. I'm not lost, but I don't know what it means to be found. I'm bound to a journey in search of greatness. Anything less is tasteless. The only thing I will bring to my mouth is success, but how? How do I get there when I know I'm not sure where I'm going? I'm not sure who's with me, but I'm indifferent. The lights are out, but hope still sets my heart ablaze. A fire in me, just short of serendipity. I want to be a wanderer. I want to stumble upon my future. I will allow chance to consume me, use me, test me, and seduce me into an encounter that will change my life forever. I don't know what tomorrow will bring or what song the birds will sing, but I do know I will be present for all things. I'm in search for more, more life, more everything. I will wander until I find it, or better yet, until it finds me. Until it finds me. You need some, like. <sighs> oh, like sound effects. <laughs> it's not that type of party. Clearly. So that was the wanderer. Why didn't you want to read that? You know, actually, it's interesting. As I was reading, I was like, "Oh, it's actually isn't that bad." <laughs> I'm like... No, it's not that I didn't want to read it. I just the wanderer wandering is a stage in life. It's an explorative stage. It's something that's exciting. Something that can also be a little scary. It's fun. It's you go through all these different emotions. Do you feel like you're still wandering? Um, no. No. So this is. That stage is just like, that's over and done with. That chapter is closed. The state of wonder. I feel like as a creative, I'm constantly curious. So I take myself on many adventures. I find myself in these places of interest and just like, you know, wandering off. But in terms of the state of mind where I felt I was actually wandering in my own life, like looking around, trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do, whether it was relationship, whether it was career-wise, whether it was... I was in college at this time, I remember. It was a lot. It was a lot of pressure. It was a lot of fun, but it was also a lot of pressure because I was like having to grow up. And then after graduating and still landing a good job but trying to adult but then still hold on to my somewhat adolescence in college i believe so or maybe a little after i'm like it was definitely around those times like it was not too far off 
You gave me an old verse. No, not at all. I'm sorry. I'm playing. <laughs> not in. Co- it has never. It hasn't been close by though. No, nah, it was like 2017. Really? Yeah. Gosh, how long have I been out of school? Right, You're old. Showing myself. <laughs> What's wrong with being old? I am not old. Do you fear that becoming old? No, I embrace age. I embrace wisdom. Honestly, you are only as old as you feel. But sounds like says the old person. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not like, are you sure? <laughs> you remind me of my little brothers. <laughs> but no, I I don't feel old. I just don't care about a lot of things that maybe younger people do. But I mean, I don't even know. That doesn't even come out. I don't feel old. I don't. I'm not afraid of becoming old. I just know that I'm not. Regardless, Look, man. <laughs> I do feel like I have outgrown that wandering stage, and I am more control, more in control of where I'm going now. Well, At least I like to think so, right? What was it like being not in control? Mm, loose, um, a lot of risk, kind of shaky, a little scary. My faith wasn't as strong I feel like during that time which also makes things shaky but do you want to talk about why do you want to um I don't think there was a specific reason I think I just was immature and I was choosing to be not even immature but just like you know just you want to live so what is living like for a young wanderer's key a young wanderer's key uh Living is it's free. Not that it's not free right now, but it's definitely carefree, I would say. <laughs> um, I really just did exactly what I felt, um, whether it was good or bad. So I felt like there was a lot of growing that needed to happen. Um, but I, I always stayed adventurous. I always stayed curious. Do you know why you did the things you did? Not every... I can't recall every single situation. Probably at the time, it was just for self-gratification. You know what I've been thinking about a lot lately? Mm-hmm. Things that I know are bad, but they are extremely self-gratifying. <clears throat> mm. Like I, what? I can't really get into specifics, but there's, there's just things that are bad to indulge in that are very much so gratifying. It's like, how can you... How can you stay on the straight and narrow? How can you resist these vices? And what's your answer? (laughs) Do you come up with one? How do you stick? I just tell myself to stay chill. Mm -hmm. Don't give in. Stay strong. Is that what you tell yourself in all situations? Yeah, I tell myself, I try to keep a a very chill, leveled, you know, thing at all times. Have you always been that way? Nah. What's changed? I don't know. You just get a little older, I guess. I don't know what to... What were you like before? If now you're chill, were you more turned up, erratic, spontaneous? Just a lot of energy. And now you have none? More often than not, yeah. Hmm. I'm tired, child. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Why are you booing me? I, I'm, 
I'm also booing you because you're mad young and that shouldn't be what you're saying to me. There's so much life. So much living. When's your next performance with your singing group? Oh, I don't have a singing group. I used to be a part of a choir. I made up a singing group when I was in college. Um, oh, you you came up with the group? You started the group? Belikas and I, yeah. How's that food? Um, it's good. I just, you know, I'm focusing, I'm present. What did you make? I'm really trying to make a difference. I didn't make anything. You saw me make nothing. I thought you made that. Are you insulting me? No, I thought you made that. <laughs> no, this is leftovers. Oh, I thought you made it. Oh, no. My mom did. Why are you guys upset? Are you insulting me? I was just like, I know you saw me give up on the meal <laughs> that I was trying to make. Honestly, I'm so excited about just like trying to cook and stuff. Like, it's cool. It's nice. I like it. I. I'm using the old one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't know. It's dope. It's cool. Are yeah. you writing a new book? I am writing a new book. What was the process like from this first book to this new book? Or what is the process like, I would say, as I'm going through it? Um, it's completely different than the first one. Why? The first one was um, constant conversations. It wasn't even done as a book. So it was a blog. It was something I was just actively seeking. It was active it was over the phone it was you know it was it was different um this is at my pace first of all i'm writing two different types of writing i'm a collection of poetry versus interviewing people and dissecting their thoughts and then distilling them <laughs> that's different um it's calm now um i smoke and i write and I just pick words from the sky. That's literally what it looks like. Is poetry your favorite type of writing? Um, no. What's your favorite type of writing? Mm, that's a great question. Journalism? Prose? I would say just <clears throat> like freehand. Like just, just journaling. Else. Like Okay. Being able to just write exactly what my thoughts are. Now you said with poetry, it's like picking words out of the sky. What do you mean? Let's say I'm writing a haiku. I know okay. I need five syllables to start, and I need seven, and then I need another five. I am, based on what my subject is, I'm like the words are just coming. Mm -hmm. There's an array, especially as I'm thinking about in shades. A collection of poetry dedicated to the black woman. I'm thinking about the conversations I've had with the black women this far. So I have been interviewing um, dark skin, light skin, brown skin, cinnamon, cocoa, whatever. <laughs> you name it. We were just going through and just talking about what it like. You know the plight. What it is like to be a black woman with the size. But how it is um, society based. What it means to love, work, culture. Just constant pressures or the lack thereof. Sometime. Um, putting that into poetry, haiku, sonnets, freehand, two-liners. I, I wanted to just, I want this piece to really just touch people differently. Why do you think like people categorize and break off by shades? 
Like, or why is it a thing that it's categorized by different shades? Why isn't it all just one, I guess, unified thing? What do you mean? What thing? Like... You just you just ran off a bunch of different shades. Why are they separate? Why are their perspectives separate? Why is it I guess everybody has their own unique perspective, but why are there is there a different plight by shade? It's a great question. No. And then yes. No, because at the root of it. Everybody is has a struggle. Yes, because again, through these women, we see what it what is just how how different it is to be dark skin versus light skin. What everyday interactions are like, what privileges are given, which are taken away, what looks are given or what aren't, and it's like I didn't even realize this was a thing until I spoke about this. And I guess this kind of just goes back to like the colorism. Like, well, we have our shades because we are different, beautiful chocolate women in which you are born in this. Like, this is just how we look. Like, this is how, you know, this is what color looks like in real life. Um, so you see that and then mixed with people not understanding it, mixed with people wanting just a, the thrill of being curvaceous but not any of the respect or issues that come with it um what are those and just being black like you said curvaceous. no that specific when i say that specifically thinking back to like kim kardashian and that whole clan mm. of people who just like feed off of the culture but you're not reaping any of <laughs> the the issues of what it means to really be out here and struggle and like essentially be black but it's it's something that you want you want to overemphasize, jump into the culture, make sure that your men are always of color. I mean, and it's fine, but it's like also like the entire family. I don't know, like it's just very. I'm also segueing when I did dive into that whole sector, but no, but it's interesting. I mean, yeah, the thought process behind it. Um, I guess what I want to know is how should they, or how should the exchange be? If they're if they're doing it wrong, how should the exchange be of like somebody coming in and sort of is the word appropriating? Hmm. I'm sorry, I don't think I understand the question. So like if the Kardashians are doing it wrong, what is the right way to do it? Doing it wrong, doing what wrong? Stealing our culture the wrong way? Yeah. What is the what is the right way to sort of admire and try and emulate our culture? Respecting black women or just women the whole way through, regardless of shade, regardless of culture, regardless of anything. There's like this classism even within just like the way it's like receptive. Recept like the way it's received, I should say. Tell me more. I'm like I feel Yeah, no, no. I just feel like sometimes when it comes down to just like beauty and how it's just pictured when a certain type of female looks a certain way or does a certain thing, it's like, oh, it's nice. But then if you look at the other person or something else, like it's almost different and you're like, oh, not really. Like, but it's the same thing. It's just does this make sense? I'm sorry. No, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, because I feel like I'm. I'm also, I'm also trying to like better explain it to myself. Cause I just feel like I 
always just felt a certain way about just the way that they present themselves and the way that they're always finding a way to get into the way, whether it's the music, whether it's the way that we dress, whether it's like the, just the trends and what's happening with here and then like somehow getting into it and monopolizing it and just making money off of it. But it's like, guys, like let's dive into us, but we're diving into them. But maybe it's a two-way thing now that I'm thinking about it, you know, a two-way issue. And what would be the other side of that street? Us still diving into this, knowing that it's saturation, knowing that it's just like not all the way good. So Liking why, it. Why do we do that? Why do we give that so much power? That's a question I haven't had a chance to answer. I'm not sure. Well, it's easier, I guess, since it's. There's what so makes many it different easier? things like, just around. It's easier to go with the flow than fight against it. But is it fighting against it? Not really, not necessarily. But I think that when you have, when just it's always around you and it's not like they're ugly people or anything, like you have no choice but to just, oh, okay, like accept it. But there are beautiful people everywhere. Mm-hmm. But none, nevertheless, that's just one of the different topics that people talk about um, or just that, that come up sometimes, too. But um, I feel like this is just going to be nice because it's by us and for us. Like, it's the first time I'm actually kind of like playing around with different literature in and of itself. And I hope that it does start to speak to people, starts to remind um us that we are beautiful regardless of what our shade what our color whatever it is and it's so interesting too how many of those conversations sorry i'm just thinking about it relate back to like the black man and his mm. contribution to the way we look at ourselves it's a lot is it's it, good though how does the how does the black man contribute to the way you guys look at yourselves from certain from certain conversations, it's been, you know, you being pretty for a dark skinned girl. It's been that, you know, like red bones is this and that. Like, you know what I mean? It's these types of things that those sayings, the way that men approach you or favor certain types of women, like that end up kind of putting this pressure within the women. Because essentially everybody wants to be all made it up, right? But if the guys are only really looking for one kind of thing, one type of thing, the other people are going to be like, okay, you know? You know what's crazy? Yeah. I hear it. Mm-hmm. And I understand it. Yeah. But you're like, nah. I don't, I don't see it in my everyday life, in my circle. I don't hear men sort of speak like that to where their differential of shade or preferable of one shade over another. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that it doesn't exist mm -hmm. because I know it exists. Mm -hmm. I I just don't see it as often as I, you, you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's why it's hard for me. Like I've never seen it in person. Mm -hmm. And I know when you see something in person, it sort of hits differently, it registers differently. So yeah. dudes, dudes say that like this is something dudes so will say. So it's 
not even it's, it's interesting that you even say that because it's not something that's always even said it's just something that's been learned it's in the media it's when you look outside it's what's what's accepted even from like a european standard of beauty what that's supposed to look like versus like you know just oh yeah like you know yeah she's unique da, da, da. but like you look outside and you see from for instance you know um i was speaking to daryl um and she was dark skin and she was explaining to me that you know all she sees is light-skinned girls Light skin girls stop picking these videos and these um um white or just like like white women and like our magazines are this and that like you see this and then when you do see black women it's just like yeah they're the one girl that stands out she's super dark she's like that one representation there aren't enough shades like this is what's out there this is what's being projected not even I feel like maybe yeah maybe it is intentionally but. That's what kind of been putting. That's what kind of gets put out. So, how does that make you feel when you see it? I'm aware of it, um, but I've I've really learned to love myself. So I don't really. It's just like, yeah. oh damn, another commercial. Like damn, this is trash that y'all. This is how y'all live, and y'all don't know how good it is over here. Like I don't feel no way about it. I also just feel like it's it's a learned thing, you know. Like, we we don't, there's no real beef here. This whole color thing, like, none of this even matters. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because, like you said, not a lot, not everybody's having these conversations. I'm talking about, yeah, I want this lesson when I want that lesson. Everybody has their preferences, for sure. But I feel like you have to be grounded in yourself. And I, and I want more, more of us to be grounded in ourselves. So, how do we do that? How does that start? You have to realize that you're not, first of all. Recognize where you are and where you're trying to go, and then just try to move forward. <laughs> to be honest, you make it sound easy. I'm sure I feel like it's is, not all the I'm time. I'm sure there are people who don't, and like, how did how do I guess how do they get there? The people who don't love themselves or accept that part of themselves or something like that. How did how did they get there? time knowing when it's time to also ask for help because if you are not at a space of loving yourself then there there are bigger issues i feel like at hand if you're not able to recognize what's going on yeah that's a, one thing that should be important don't be afraid to ask for help i've seen a lot of people not like sides of themselves mm -hmm. due to the ethnicity or the race or you know, just different background things. Hmm. And it's whenever I see it, I'm like, wow, this is this is interesting. This is intense. But I see it, I see it on so many different and that's why I feel like sort of fortunate to have a wide scope of things because I've seen it where it's somebody who might be white and black, but not really accept the black part of themselves. And mm -hmm. Because they're much lighter, they're like, all right, um, you know, fuck it, I'm not going to acknowledge this at all. I've seen, women, like, Afro-Latina women who, they don't accept the Latina side of themselves at all. They're just like, mm. it's, like yeah, that's why I'm like, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen it go so many different ways mm -hmm. that it's just, how do people get to loving themselves? And it doesn't even have to be with, 
anything on like a, a color scale or a race scale. It it could just be somebody not loving themselves. How do we get them to that point? How do you how do you love yourself? How do you How do you learn to love yourself? Is that it's what different. the journey is? The wanderer's journey? I think that has to be the number one thing. People really fail to realize how important that is, you know? Because you can talk about it, but, like, do you really make time for yourself? Do you actively try to see growth for yourself? Like, are you aware of what you're doing, how you're acting, how you're responding, how you're receiving, how you're putting yourself out to be? Like, is low energy what people need from you? Or is this what you need from yourself? Like, you know what I mean? Not shame, shame yeah. toward you. <laughs> Shoot, I feel like I look shoot, at you like shit. Shoot if, shoot if you must. <laughs> no. But no, like, it's important. Oh, gosh. Wow. Sorry, I just happened to glance at my phone, and I'm telling you, everybody keeps hitting up my DM for the wrong answer. Like, no one just says, the police officer, like. Because <laughs> that's how these things go. We it's were raised so in the MySpace era where. These things would freaking try and trick us, and then it's <laughs> oh, a million years of bad luck because you got this wrong. <clears throat> That's so funny. When I even see those chain mails, even now, it's like, yo, what? I just get Son, like, where did you get this from? Who sent this to you? How long has this been going on? I'll yeah. be honest. For the first time in a long time, I turned one down. Really? Um, and obviously, I hadn't seen one in years, but. I was on a streak of... I'd be nervous. Like, if it says like this or you'll have a million years of bad luck, I'll like it and then I'll unlike it. Oh. But at least I liked it. Nah. That's actually double the bad luck. Really? I think so. That might explain why a lot of <laughs> shit in life is so wrong. But somebody sent me one and it was like, send this to 20 people. And I was like, mm. fuck, like, I'm not sending this to no That's 20 drag. people. I'm going to look like a... Yeah. a, a <laughs> but I was nervous. I was like, please, like, don't let me get no million years of bad luck. <clears throat> I want a million years of good luck. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. How can nobody just text you that? They don't got that kind of chain mail going. It's always the negative stuff. <laughs> but what would you do if somebody sent you something positive? Like, I would positive, send it. A positive chain. Like, hey. Like, nobody sends the positive stuff around. Everybody sends the negative. Right, that's what I'm saying. And I would be more inclined <laughs> to send a positive chain. <laughs> to me, it's always like, who started it? Same thing with these memes. Like, who started it? Who's the one trapped in the basement, waiting for trapped every one little situation? It has to be. They all got to be in somebody's basement. No, nah, it's just to see who could be the most clever with any still frame or random moment. It's so funny, though, because it just be generating so quickly. Like, right after yeah. anything happens, I mean. Like, look, if you took a picture of me like this, anything that's an image, that's still, that's moving, anything is up for grabs to become, people can make their own memes. It's really just a, a clever battle, like sort of with the, the post when everybody's like, saying the wrong answer, trying to be too clever. We're all just competing to out-clever each other and make each other feel like... Why do you think we're competing? Mm. I don't know. I think Is it's life just, a competition? I think it's our nature. I had a conversation with a friend it, on a much more um, microscopic level with the male ego. We were talking about men in competition and 
things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But I think on a broader scale from that, all humans are kind of competing with each other. Hmm. Why do you say that, though? What think- about life makes you feel competitive? Like, do you feel like you've been competing all throughout school, every chance you got? Do you feel like there's a lot of competition around you? Mm. Yeah. And that honestly might be a guy thing. Hmm. And what does that competition look like? It could look nasty. I I think that it's unnecessary when they have we have these competitive vibes because I do feel that way. Like, I feel like it's like a doggy dog world most times. A doggy got dog a world. Doggy dog world. Doggy dog. Dog eat dog world. Dog eat dog. Yes. Oh. <laughs> don't you say? I'm sorry. I thought you said doggy dog. Doggy dog world. <laughs> dog eat dog. Dog eat dog world. Is that right? I have a little Brooklyn accent, you know. Yeah, your accent switches more than anybody I know. <laughs> Sometimes you put on an English accent and I'm like, what the fuck, Drake? <laughs> I be... Gotta keep you on your toes. And you know what's funny? I won't never say nothing, but I sort of look at you out the corner of my eye like, what the fuck are you switching it up for? Are you switching the flow up for? Anytime. When I'm in the mood. I might be in the mood right now. What made you switch the flows up from your first book to the second one? I'm going to show versatility. Expound, please. Tell me more. <laughs> That's really it. Um, the subject came to me almost instantly. Um, and I definitely kept the same idea of like, you know, interviewing people, mm. talking. I love that. I love talking to people. I love getting people involved in my projects and just being creative and just jumping off of ideas and just... Mm. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, so that's that's pretty much been the same. But in terms of the delivery, I wanted it to be different. I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to be like, all right, well, I, I know I can do this interview style writing. I know that I can like I can bust out essays. I know I can, you know, do. I, I haven't tried like you know full on novel. I'm gonna try that next. But I'm like, I also really enjoy poetry, and it's been a while since I've done these things. And I had read. Um, Tupac's book of poetry. I had just finished R.H. Sin's book. I had just finished um, Natalie's book too. Um, so I've just been doing so much reading also in my time of recovery. So it's just been nice. And I've been such so inspired. <laughs> That's the second or the third time? My second time. Come on. That's the second time you had surgery. Come on. Yes. But the third time you messed it up. No. Because wasn't there a time you messed it up and you never got surgery? Well, then that's all the times. That there are multiple times that I hurt myself. <laughs> My ACL has been torn for, I think, a while, to be honest. Remember that time in college when I fell and kept dancing? I wasn't there then. Mm. I came the next year. Really? Oh, that was my freshman year. Hmm. Yeah, you know who you remind me of? <laughs> um, Cynthia Arrivo. Who's that? You don't know who my son Cynthia Arrivo is? Mm. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing. I hate mispronouncing things. Cynthia Arrivo. No, I don't. I don't think it's a double R. I think it's like <laughs> a double E. Where's she from? Now I have to Google. Can you type it? Cause my phone is over there. Actually, no, I don't. 
I'm just, doing something. Just, just say Siri, sh- um, show me Cynthia Arrivo. Let's see if she'll answer you. Put a British accent on. Hey, Siri. Nah, it's not. You should have broke. I'm telling you, you should put a British accent on. Hello, Siri. Nah, I'm tired of this. Yeah. Hey, Siri. What are we asking her? Just ask her to show you Cynthia Arriva. That's so. Show me Cynthia Arriva. That's not. Cynthia Arriva is an English actress. Whoa. And songwriter. Oh, yeah. Would you like to hear more? They just said. No, that's all right. I actually know her. They just said mad words. Siri was like, Cynthia. Oh, is that who you're asking about? Yes. So she has a Tony. Thanks, Siri. Don't mention it. I feel like the Tony is the hardest to get out of the EGOT Awards. Mm. Um, my friend cuts her hair. How many movies you seen while in it? Not many. Did you see Widows? Mm, no. I'm under a rock, okay? If you want me to see these things and be a part of the world and know what's going on, send me stuff. <laughs> I get offended when people ask me to send them stuff and then they don't watch it. Have you ever done that to me? Not to you, but I've seen people do Have it. you ever sent me something that I did not watch? This one girl had me make her a whole Am I that list. one girl? Yes, I'm hurting. Yes, I'm jaded. <laughs> Getting me tired. This is the second time you've been on some. Oh, because I, because, oh, man. Do you not know who I am? I told you that girl hurt me in eighth grade and then I would never. You got to get over it. <laughs> you got to get over it. Whatever it is, you got to get over it. No, nah, I was in eighth grade. What grade was that? Was that ninth grade? Tenth grade? Doing me dirty. I'm so excited. All right, what For else what? you want to know? That food that you're tearing up? Yes, I'm so... I just want to eat it in peace. <laughs> <laughs> what are your plans? Like, I guess, like, how many how many projects are you trying to do? What's your your, arch, your archive or your discog going to look like when it's all said and done? Mm. I don't have a number. Really? I want my creativity to be limitless. I want you to be able to find me or my work, my writings, my talks on some type of platform for all times. I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to put a cap on it. I don't have a number. I want to keep on writing, keep on producing, keep on creating, keep on inspiring one person at a time. Like I know these, I only want to do a hundred of these. Okay. Across different volumes. And then... Once I get to 100, mm-hmm. I'm going to just stop, and then I'm not going to do this anymore. Once I feel successful, I'll stop. I'm hoping that it takes me years to get to 100 just because I separate them, the volumes, by years. Mm, okay. So, so this would literally just be a side passion project. A lifetime side passion project. Yeah, just something to do on the side. And, and then why even cap it then? Why give yourself 100? Why don't you just do it? 
just for the rest of my life? Just do it. As long as you want to do it, you keep on doing yeah. it. I think it's it's good to sometimes... The discipline is in doing it. And I'm... Excuse me. I'm going to do it 100 times. It's mm-hmm. going to be a collection of volumes, 100 sessions total, and that's that. I don't think it's going to take you years. No, yes. If you're lackadaisical about it, no, sure. Because but. you need to space these volumes out. You need to get different sense, like different perspectives of life, different mm-hmm. ages. That's why I have you say your name and your age for the record. Mm-hmm. And then as time goes on, the ages are going to change. And then... But what is time going on? I don't think I understand exactly how this works. When... Uh, why you can just easily interview someone 27, 28, 29, 30. Well, no, that's not, it's not that. That's not the intent. Okay. The intent is to just capture different essences of life. Okay. So this volume is capturing a specific essence of life. Wandering? Oh, not just wandering, but it's just us. It's us at 20. 526 23 looking 20, back 3 years ago and sort of 3 4 years ago and sort of looking at the growth um just because this so happened to start with a magazine that started 3 or 4 years ago whatever inspires me to sit down and talk with people next time it'll be capturing an entirely different aesthetic hmm. And this will be a little, this will be a nice collection. Like when I'm old, I'll remember, it, you know, it's something. So you go based on how you feel. So like right now you're feeling. I wanted to wrap up that specific That project. segment, right. Like that, you started this three years ago, coming back around. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, whatever inspires me and to And this say, is number one. This is your first time. What do you mean? Doing this. You say you're breaking it up in segments across the years. Yeah, so So this this is your first volume. volume. Yeah. And so you're gonna sit down what two years and think of a new volume or whenever it hits me. That's why. Okay. It, you know, you never know. But I'm not. I'm not pressed to start. I have to go live some more. I have to be enticed by it. You know, there there has to be a different story I'm trying to tell. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, believe it or not, when you hear all 12 of you guys, there's a story being told. Yeah? Yeah. I believe that. And that's why... Yeah, definitely. It's... There's all some sort of equal lining, I think. I wish we had the ice cream. Yeah, me too. I wish you just went and got it, niggas. Here we go. Are we doing this, <laughs> Are we doing this again? I mean, for the first time? <laughs> It don't be us. It be y'all. No. I don't think so. Tell tell me how. How is it? Oh, it's... We are so... You guys get annoyed because we're super elaborate. We go all the extra mile. We're trying to be all detailed. So there is literally no room for error on our part. What? (laughs) None. It is always you. What do you mean? Always men. In some way or form, it is always your fault. How? The immaturity... The slyness, 
the snobbiness, we the know-it-allness, the strength, the massiveness, the masculinity, the balls that are really pussies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It was it was a group of people, right? Mm -hmm. And we're having a conversation, and it was one of those moments where somebody was like, "Hey, yo." So then, like someone said, a plausible statement. Yes. Okay. So then, <laughs> <laughs> my man's was like. I only like bitches. <laughs> and I don't like saying the word, but I have to quote him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you don't like saying the B word? Yeah, I don't like saying it. No? So you've never called someone a B? Um, I'm, I'm sure I have, mm -hmm. but not. it's it, it, it's not something that I do. I, like, I, I can't even think of a moment when I've done it. Mm -hmm. I mean... Yeah, I, I I just can't. I don't think that word's come out of my mouth. Like, hmm. now that I'm thinking about it, going back, I've never sat there. I've said it, mm -hmm. like you know, sometimes you know, but and then it slips out. Yes, but you don't intentionally call women the b word. Yeah, like I avoid it as much as possible. I never. I've never. Why? Um, I mean, that's that's admirable. I, feel I wish like, most women did that. I feel like it's the. Um, I just feel like it's not a good word. Mm -hmm. um, okay. But so he says that. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't even like bitches. And she said, some girl is there with us. And she says, well, niggas be bitches too. And we looked at her and we was like, yo, that was a fucking reach. Boo. <laughs> Pack, back, it, pack your fucking joke up. What what is that? Niggas be bitches too. What is that? Mm -hmm. well, you don't I, get it? Well, I get it. Oh. I, I want to know how y'all mean it. I know how we mean it when we say niggas be bitches, but <laughs> I feel like y'all don't mean what we mean. I feel like we mean y'all are sensitive just like us. Y'all like to talk chit chat just like us. Wanna spread business, wanna talk, wanna take little pictures, wanna be in y'all group, wanna be immature. What you mean? Wanna be, you some, you be in your bag, y'all be in y'all feelings. And then my whole thing is you react. It's you react in ways that are also somewhat, somewhat female. Most times female. And then it's like when you realize that you did it, you're offended. And then now it's like our fault. But it's like, you're the ones who are reacting. But no, I just feel like, I guess this bitch is just like, y'all act the same way we do. Y'all do the same things. And there's this masculine feature that makes you so, uh, but you just, you the same. You're doing the same thing. You in your bag too. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Nah, we could be emotional at times, mm -hmm. but that's what that's what we mean when we be like niggas be bitches. Like when a dude is doing all the sensitive, sneaky girl stuff, mm -hmm. like like moving like Randall in recess. Like, <laughs> nah, I'm done. <laughs> like, that's we like you know. It's, niggas need to toughen up mentally. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not. It's not for the week out there, man. Do you have any friends that are weak? Nah, man. 
Uh, oh my gosh, it's solid. <sighs> well, I'll, I'll just say, I feel like everybody has weak moments. Okay. And I'm not saying I've seen that from any of my friends, but I'm just going to assume because I know I consider myself a solid person. But I, too, have had moments where I had to check myself in the mirror kind of like, yeah, that wasn't really, you know, you was, you was acting a little sensitive there. Mm. Like, you got to straighten up, stiffen up. Mm. Um, what qualifies as too sensitive for, for you? Uh, Just when I get in that emotional bag, mm. when I'm getting in my feelings, maybe over a chick. Mm. Um taking stuff personal that maybe shouldn't be taken personal. And how do you combat those feelings? I just process. I process a lot. I um I move as solid and as you know, with as as much integrity as I can. And and if I ever, you know, f- like falter in that I I recognize it, I acknowledge it, and I make changes with that. It's just... So you feel it's easy to change? It's not easy to change, but you got to you gotta look at yourself. You got to acknowledge what's going on. You got to mm-hmm. process. Self-reflection. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's constant. It's a constant self-reflection thing. I know I just dropped a crown. <laughs> no worries. We'll find it. I'm stressed, man. Don't kill yourself. You ever thought about being a talk show host? No. The pressure? The pressure? Yeah. Stay 10 toes down. (laughs) (laughs) I hate when when people think the solution to everything is yelling, stay 10 toes down. Dead not. You don't know nobody who do that. I know you know somebody. Who yells? Well, not no yells, reason? but the answer to everything is, yeah, stay 10 toes down. Oh, no. <laughs> Definitely. Is that a Bronx thing? Maybe it's a, a uptown thing. I know I know people from the Bronx and Harlem who say it. Mm-hmm. It's a different world up there. I've never. You ever hear somebody use slang and they just sound so corny? Yeah. Sometimes it'd be me. <laughs> My key. My it do be you sometimes, Shut actually. up. You're not supposed to agree with that. No, because I thought about it. I've Whatever. heard you do it. You might be one of those people that I was thinking of when I said <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> I hate y'all. Sometimes I be feeling so out of wacky with my little brothers. I be like, yo, like, I'm not old. Like, what's up? Like, come on. But what's the age I difference? guess so. Nine years. Nine? Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Shoot. I went through life already. Do y'all tell each other everything? Like, what's that relationship like? Nah. We chat. We talk. We catch up. I be on them. Like a second parent. But that's really it. I love them. I feel like me and my siblings are the three musketeers. Yeah. We always be my bullshit. Mm-hmm. Woo. My reflex is Spider Man. Like, you know Not what I want to watch? Spider Man mm-hmm. Two. Mm, I 
actually don't really care for any of the Spider-Mans. Like, I feel like there's had so much Spider-Mans. I don't even know what the story is anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know who's his enemies. I don't know don't do that. who he is. He has the same enemies every time. <laughs> like, so why we keep watching them in all these different movies? They Come switched on. it up. I don't think they've given the same enemy twice. Maybe, but I just feel like, nah. They've actually never given the same enemy twice. That's just what I feel like. No cap. No cap. Ooh, yeah. I'm so mad that you're not excited to see the photograph. I think that's going to be such a good movie. I'm so, like... She needs to just stick to it. Oh, I see what you're trying to do. Oh, you was trying to... <laughs> what? <laughs> I see what you was trying to do. But no, I feel like that movie is going to be trash. I don't want to see it. I think it's going to be great. I'm really excited. Pack Issa Rae is amazing. Do you watch Insecure? I, I love Insecure, but... So, do you think she's going to actually give us another season? Yeah, I'm <laughs> now. I don't believe them. I just feel like we've been talking about this for mad long. Nah, like, you know How you have us waiting for what, season four for like two years? They're filming out. You know, they're, they're doing other stuff. Like Yeah. But don't care. You have a show. isn't good. That's my thing. The photograph is going to be trash. It's not. Like. It's going to be really good. That guy is a really good actor. Maybe, maybe I don't know how to love. She's she, she she straightened her hair, so you know it's going to be good. She ain't never had her hair straight, so it's going to be good, good. I don't want to see this one. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'm definitely going to see it on Friday. As soon as it comes out, like, hey. And I mean, support, but... That's my thing too. Come on. I just don't like seeing. Did you movies. see Queen and Slim? No, but. Thank you so much I have, for talking to me. That's today. crazy. No, no, no. Wait. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh my god! Why didn't I go see Queen and Slim? Um, Where's my nonsense? Oh, I'm gonna tell you exactly why I didn't go see it. It got spoiled for me. Mm. So once it got spoiled for me, I don't really be pressed to go see it. Damn, people was really hype about it. It was great. I'm trying to think of a movie. Yeah, I don't I don't really go see movies once it's spoiled for me. I'm just like, it's whatever after that. Okay. That's why I go the first night because I just want